Welcome to the Revel Digital Agency Podcast, a show dedicated to helping lawyers and law firms thrive in the online space. Whether your firm is a major player in the national market or just getting started, keep listening to learn about the latest digital marketing trends and tools to help you engage with the best clients using targeted and responsive online marketing strategies. And now here's your host, the founder and CEO of Revel Digital Agency, Whitleyville. Hello and welcome to the Revel Digital Agency podcast. My name is Whitleyville, owner of Revel Digital Agency, where our goal is to help you deliver digital solutions that unleash your business potential and expand your client base. This episode is going to be very special because we have a guest on today. Today, I'll be talking about Sandler Francois and his journey about running a legal business from his word of mouth to transforming the digital presence through the website creation and working with us here at Revel. And here's my guest, Sandler Francois. Hey, how's it going? How's it going? Great, Sandler. Thank you for joining me for today. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It's an exciting experience. I'm really excited about everything you're doing and all the people that you're serving. So uh, it's a great pleasure to play a part of it. All right. And Sandler worked as a senior law clerk in a highly reputable law firm in Midtown That's right. before launching his own business, Premier Life Solution, for about, what, 10 years now, Sandler? Uh, actually going on 13, I'm glad to say. 13, 13 years on paper. Uh, I had two experimental years just figuring things out before that. So 15 years. 15 years. That sounds like a great journey. So let's talk about uh, how was your experience in working at a uh, like a high law firm in the city? Intense, intense, exciting, intense. You learn a lot. The world of law definitely is a world unlike any other, whereas you have to be able to not only negotiate between yourselves and clients, but negotiate between yourselves and, you know, in my case, uh, 10 attorneys. So juggling 10 attorneys and being between them and the clients and playing that go-between is, is really interesting. And, I mean, it seems like that legal field is always in demand, that people are always doing, you know, lawyers, paralegals, even, you know, receptionists, everybody seems like they're working hard if the firm is busy, right? Yeah, if you're going to really satisfy the client, then it's simply, it's more than just winning the case. It's it's a lot more than what you see on TV. It's, it's what you see on TV, but then it's the boring parts, the behind-the-scene parts that make the big difference in the outcome uh, in terms of client satisfaction. And in my role as a senior paralegal at the time, uh, it's my job to make the attorneys look good. No different than, you know, the nurse makes the doctor look good. It was my job to make the attorneys look good, and that makes their job easier to perform uh, successfully for the clients. All right. So what made you leave the law firm and start Premier Life Solutions? Great question. A new birth. My wife at the time and I were having our first child, and um, I had left the law firm because when it boiled down to it, I needed to spend more time at home. And on the side, I had a recording studio, because believe it or not, in a former life, I thought I was going to be a superstar rapper, regardless of what you may think now. I thought I was going to be something big in the music field. And it kept me close to home because I had a home recording studio that was thriving. And long story short, it didn't do so well as I had wanted to. You know, none of my music ever really materialized. But what did happen was a lot of my clients, when they saw I was slowing down with the uh, studio, they would say to me, hey, didn't you work at a law firm? We used to see you run in and have a suit on. Then you would change and put your, you know, your, your hoodie and your jeans on and what have you. And I said, yeah. And they started asking me to negotiate contracts and read agreements for them. So that was the very beginning 
of me realizing that all of the things that I had learned at the law firm, I was able to take take out and transfer and start start my own uh, operation. It seems like a lot of businesses start out that way, you know, helping out friends and family. And then all of a sudden you're like, mm, I could do something with this, right? Really true. Really true. I think your family is always the best testing ground for everything. You know, your family is the best representation of society in a whole. Whereas um, unlike society, when you go out there into the cold world, there's consequences you, you have to face for your actions. But your family being the loving, nurturing environment, I would hope for the, most of the people listening, is your best testing ground. So when it comes to a business, yes, your family and your closest friends tend to be your best customers. All right. So after families and friends, how are you able to get other clients for Premier? Well, I was broke. So, um, so what I had to d- decide to do was the most basic thing. The first thing I did was actually a compliment. My wife at the time, she purchased business cards for me as a gift. I believe it was for my birthday. And that was my first form of advertisement. And with only business cards in hand, I would go around giving them out to everyone. Uh, so a real hand-to-hand, everyone that I knew at church, everyone I knew in the neighborhood, people asked me, what am I up to? You know, when they asked me about how's the studio, I would say, oh, the studio's okay. Or at the end point, I'll say, the studio's not up in operations anymore, but look what I'm doing now. So that, and what came quickly behind that, because 500 business cards being given out every day would only last so long. So I'd say about after a month, I had to reduce down to the most common form of advertisement, flyers. And putting up flyers everywhere I could. I used what little money I had left, and I had very little, very, very little, to print up about 500, maybe 1,000 flyers, and I put them up. And, you know, and thank God the phone rang enough times where I was able to not pay my rent, but print more flyers. <laughs> and, and through the printing of more flyers and putting them up and being diligent, I was able to uh, start to get a little, how can I say, get warmed up and see that this is really something I could do. I I think that's an amazing story to be honest with you. That's this is why you know people go into business now. After putting up the flyers and you you know you said the phone was able to ring enough times. How were you able to consistently get clients? Word of mouth, uh, great service as you know as you know. Word of mouth will always be the lead marketing tool. Uh, so what we need to do is is attach other tools or other instruments to make that tool function even better, right? So what I did was gave great customer service. I made sure I kept my word, kept appointments. I was very diligent about making phone calls and little things also, not only speaking to the client about the work at hand, but the kind of work that we all do as legal professionals and as practitioners in the people business, what we all do is we get to know intimate things about our clients. So if I knew your birthday, I would make a side note about it. And when your birthday came up, I'd give you a call. You know, if I heard your child's birthday was coming up, I'd call you. And just imagine someone you're doing business with just calling you at random and saying, hey, how's um, little Joey's birthday? You know, I'll tell him I said happy birthday. So little things. I created more of a personal connection with the client. And that led to uh, word of mouth getting stronger and giving me more business. And But, you know, like anything else, there, there comes a, a glass ceiling. And uh, why do you think the word of mouth marketing was for you successful for so long? Great question. I I think it was because I didn't have any choice, you know, and when you don't have any choice, well, correction, the choice I had was to persist with what I was doing or stop, you know, so in, in where I come from, there is no choice, there is no plan B, you know, so with that being said, I kept at it, you know, shaking hands and kissing babies. And I think uh, most people that are in this particular field 
understand that being liked is important. People have to like you before they even care about what you do and how you can help them. All right. Uh, you know, that is definitely true. Now, how do you think word of mouth has changed over the years, especially during the pandemic? Great. Uh, I'll tell you what I can say firsthand. I think word of mouth has become something where it's less word of mouth, but more word of text, you know, word of email, you know, uh, a lot of times word of uh, click here to share a video or, you know, because that's what tends to happen these days, advancing to now and, th and these days and times. What, what I noticed was great was uh, by way of my little content creation, I had a couple videos on YouTube and um, I had a small email list going on that I didn't really know how to utilize very well, but it's, I saw enough evidence that it worked because I now the phones would ring and someone would say, oh, someone shared a video on YouTube. And these were videos that were very rough around the edges. You know, I'm stuttering. I'm not sure what I'm doing. I'm looking all over the place, you know, but those videos existing led to people being willing to give me a shot. And uh, Sandler, how did you hear about digital marketing in the first place? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You know, so here I am staring at the Internet like everyone else. And I started wondering how these ads would show up. You know, I was wondering, instead of just being a consumer looking at banners, I started wondering, why can't I have a banner? And I also started wondering, how are these other people in my, I open up my emails and I get all these emails that were so fascinating. Now, fast forward, we call it junk mail, right? But in the beginning, I was wondering, where was I, how were all these people finding me? So I guess my natural sense of curiosity led me from being a consumer of it to wanting to be the person that's offering it out to the public. So that led me to doing a little bit of research. And I, I started discovering all of the videos and more importantly, the seminars where you go out and you would hear someone talk about how to set up your own banner, how to set up your own email marketing campaign and what have you. And it, it became something that I found intriguing. I went as far as to, I became so interested. And meanwhile, on the side, business was steady. I'm not going to say I was making a million dollars, you know, but I was making enough to just, you know, feed the family, but also set a little bit aside for knowing that I had to build. So I started discovering these seminars, you know, these internet marketing seminars. You know, nowadays they're on video, you know, because of the pandemic and even prior to that, you know, they're selling modules and what have you. But it was still the time. What I'm talking about is 20, maybe 2010 up to 2015. You know, going to these seminars, I went to quite a few in Georgia. As a matter of fact, I went to one with three or four years in a row and paid thousands of dollars. I would tell you I've invested in excess of maybe twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars in three years in a row going out to internet marketing seminars. And what happened was this. I would acquire the knowledge, but I wouldn't come back home and execute. And why do you think uh, the execution part was pretty hard? That's a great question. You know, the best way I can describe it is, have you, ever, you, have you ever taken your car to the mechanic? I'm sure you have. Of course. Okay. So when you go to the mechanic and you explain to the mechanic, you know, whatever issue you're having from the standpoint of the car owner, the mechanic starts speaking to you in mechanic language. And you're looking at him or her with that, your head twists to the side like, huh? And what I was able to do going to the seminars was I was able to understand the language of marketing and the language of how all this is put together. But just because I understand what the mechanic is saying doesn't mean I know how to fix it. Now, Sandler, you see a ton of ads right now for seminars and stuff. Would you recommend any attorneys just go in there or would you recommend them 
learning about digital marketing, going to these seminars, or what would your plan for them, for attorneys looking for digital marketing? I, th- I think what you, one of the words you just stated was plan. If you're an attorney heading out into that space, then go out for informational purposes alone. Don't go out thinking you're going to come back with a book bag full of information that you're going to have any extra time to execute it yourself. You know, because the truth of the matter is, take it from me, and I tend to be somewhat savvy, and I've been savvier in use of the internet in the past, but I still wasn't built for that. I'm built for what I do. I'm built to serve and help people through my service, and that's what attorneys do best. I I, I mean, I totally agree with you. I mean, you have, a, you know, there are people who would love to do multiple things, and would you recommend a lawyer that's going to law school for about eight years plus, and they haven't even learned about anything about digital marketing, would you recommend them doing them themselves? I would say absolutely not, because I think that's an insult to the time and effort they put into being a master of law and a master of counseling the people that need their ability. Because at the same time, picture this, Woodley, at the same time, while they're busting their, their bump and they're sweating, and they're figuring out how to navigate the field of law, there's someone on the planet who's doing the same kind of work in the internet marketing space, you know, learning, very much like you and what you've done, you know. So why not, you know, like attracts like. Expert should attract expert, you know, but an attorney trying to put an extra hat, we all have the same amount of hours on the clock a day. So how all of a sudden are you going to be a master while you're supposed to not only be serving your clients, but let's be honest, we're supposed to be making money too. Sam, that's well said. That's well said. And speaking about, you know, digital marketing, I do know that in this nowadays, how many emails you get a day from digital marketers? Why did you choose Revel to work with you to increase your digital marketing? I have to say my original reason for choosing Revel is the persistence behind the company. The company was ever present, you know, because like anybody else, I felt like I could do it myself. I thought I would be able to cut aside, cut out and make out time to do it myself. You know, I figured, okay, I'm floundering now or I'm doing okay now, but I'll dedicate this entire weekend. And by the time Monday comes around, I'll wow the world with an internet marketing campaign. And by the time Monday morning would come around, I would just be depressed, tired, or too busy from actually doing the work that I was hired to do instead of trying to figure out how to do the work that I had no business doing. So Revel, like a good song on the radio, I heard and seen it everywhere. I saw Revel everywhere, not only in the office building where Revel um, has its home base, but also I would start noticing different advertisements placed in the area. And when the time was right, it made sense. I was at my weakest point, you know, which a lot of times is where you have to arrive before you admit that you need help. All right. I, I definitely do appreciate that, Sandler. And now, when we started working together, how did you see the changes of digital marketing affect Premier Life Solutions? In the beginning, what I enjoyed the most was the fact that everything was explained to me in a way that I understood. Because, you know, just because, you know, you, you have a certain profession that's attached to you doesn't necessarily mean you know everything. So what Revel did was a great job, specifically you, what you did a great job in and And this is what got me here actually today because I wanted to share my experience because you were able to break it down to me and speak to me without being condescending as to what I need. I came to you. You'll remember I came to you with a a laundry list of things and this is what I want to do and this is how I want to take over the world. 
and you very nicely sat back and listened to me, <laughs> you know, and and then you pressed the reset button and gave me reality. I mean, a lot of people, you know, they they think dominating industry, the internet is, you know, the internet's the wild west. Uh, can I yeah, say that? Yeah. The internet's the wild west, and you really got to come out with your guns blazing. And or in the Wild West, you got to have a deputy. You got to have, you know, people alongside you on their horses, too, ready to gun with you. And I was going out into this space myself. You know, you have the big wigs. You have the well, I'll just say the 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 big Jacoby and Myers or the the this, that's and the others, you know, the father and son firms that have been around for 50 years and they have enough marketing dollars to transition from brick and mortar marketing, you know, into the digital space. And here I am, you know, one guy with at the most at the time, a staff of five trying to figure things out because mind you just because you have this specialty of in law or specialty in a given practice it still doesn't mean you're a great employer it still doesn't mean you're a great manager it still doesn't mean you're a great advertiser so how am i going to add to my basket and i say that this now with humility looking back you know i should have done this much earlier but i guess i had to learn and i had to fall just so when i got back up you were right there looking at me no, I, I totally agree with that. And how do you th see things moving forward, digital marketing? Like, what are, what are your plans for the future? I think the most important component is to take the digital marketing person and the representation of it as serious as you take your most valuable staff member, you know, as serious as you take your banker, as you're serious as you take your financial advisor. This person is going to play a huge role in your success and the only person that can contribute towards your failure is you by not having that person on board. Oh, man. that I, I... It's true. It's true. Granted, there was a space and time. Let's, let's really look at how this evolved. There was a time where digital marketing persons, just like IT people, your IT person used to be someone that you would call in whenever there was a problem with your server in your office. But then it became obvious that this technology was not only not going anywhere, but it was advancing. So it went from you calling in someone once a week or who came to, you know, back up your servers every once and again, to you having to hire that person and give them a prominent position on staff. Because without that person, you can imagine where your office would be. So just put the digital marketing component in that place. Because without that person, who's going to know who you are? That, that, I agree with that. It's true. Because word of mouth will never die. But now word of mouth only exists because of great service. And that's always been the case. And the way people are finding and discovering and giving a shot to great service, especially small businesses like mine, is by putting themselves in the right position. And great digital marketing positions you properly. Now, one final thing, Sandler. What sure. is a tip that you would give to attorneys looking to either jump into digital marketing or they're not really happy with what they have right now? To be honest with yourself, the, the website that you or your, your child or your intern put together probably worked up until now because everything happens for a reason. So if you're listening to this, something is happening in your, in your office and something's happening in your career that needs change. So be honest with yourself. When you go out to research, and of course, you know, being a, an intellectual, you're going to do your research, but sometimes you need to put your intellect to the side and let your spirit be your guide when you're making that decision to move forward. Because just like you made the move of faith, to get into this field of law, not knowing what you were going to do or how successful you're going to be, you have to make a move of faith and hire someone and incorporate them in this process for you to prosper. Sandler, I would love to thank you for joining me today with the wise words. Uh, 
I'm uh, flabbergasted right now with what you said. The pleasure's all mine. This is awesome. This is a great experience. I, I really count on, you know, the next couple of years being greater because the field is becoming even more competitive. And because there are more and more people in our field, in my specific field, that are, you know, there's a there's a new lawyer busting out of our law school every every year now. And some of them are not going, the majority of them, let me correct myself, aren't going to the major practices. They're starting their own. You know, so uh, it's the field is becoming more, you know, much more dense. So it's important that I be able to stand out. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me for this episode. Uh, where can people find you? Uh, great question. Thank you for having me. First of all, you can find Premier at Premier Life Solutions on Google. Just simply Google Premier Life Solutions and you'll see some great information there. You can search us on YouTube under Premier Life Solutions. You can also seek me out online by way of our website. I think I mentioned PremierLifeSolutions.com. And uh, yeah, or you can give a call 718-360-2271. I'd be more than happy to speak to you. All right. Thank you so much, Sandler. My pleasure. Take care. The internet is the first place new clients go to educate about choosing their competent law firms to serve their individual need. Rebel Digital Agency is a small but dedicated team of digital experts that would love to help you and your firm reach its full potential by helping you amplify your web presence. If you're looking to work with our agency, go to rebelagency.com, which is R-E-V-E-L-A-G-E-N-C-Y.com and book a call. Just 15 minutes and you'll be glad you did. Make sure you tune in for the next episode dedicated to helping lawyers and law firms thrive in the online space. Once again, my name is Whitleyville. Thank you for choosing to listen to our podcast. And I'll leave you with this. Show the world how important proper legal representation is. <music>